Hello, this is Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And I'm Diane Worthington with Women Beyond a Certain Age as well. And today I said to Denise, let's do a show called The Gentile and the Jew to celebrate (laughs) both of our religions and the celebrations that are around them. So because Passover is before Easter this year, Passover starts on April 19th. Yes. Uh, at sundown. I'll go first, Denise. Please. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay. So every year, Jews around the world congregate to celebrate Passover, and the way in which they do it is through a Seder. And always the evening begins with the reading of the Haggadah, which is the story of how the enslaved Jews escaped Egypt. It's very nice because you are supposed to drink. Denise, you'll love this part. And four cups of wine. Oh, good. Uh, you know, I've been You're to a in. Seder. You're in. I have been to a <laughs> Seder. They're beautiful. It's a beautiful celebration of life. And I think that I saw this movie with Charlton Heston. <laughs> he was one of the babies that was saved. It's very, don't laugh, Diane. It's just, very poignant. Yes, it is very poignant. And, you know, every year we remember our being slaves in Egypt. And, What is very fun, I mean, I love doing this every year, and I do have a confession to make. I will be on a plane. I'm so embarrassed, but God forgave me, because we are on our way to uh, South Africa for a major safari. So uh, this year, I'll be celebrating Seder in my head. That's okay. But I've done it every year, and I have the most gorgeous plate that my mother got in Israel, and each... Thing that's supposed to be on the Seder plate has a little uh, coloring, uh, you know, colored painting of it. Meaning. Yeah. So just so you know, there's always bitter herbs, and that commemorates the bitterness of the enslavement <gasps> in Egypt. And a roasted shank bone, the, people always say, what is the shank bone for? And it's to remember the lamb offering. And when you were told to... Um, I'm just thinking how to explain this. You slay a lamb and you put the blood on the side of your house so that you will be passed over. And that's what the Jews did, which is why we call it Passover. So that's the uh, significance of the roasted shank bone. And then, of course, uh, we have spring herbs that are dipped in salt water. And, of course, salt water is to commemorate the tears that were shed. Yes. But let's talk turkey here, or in my case, (laughs) hirosit. What gets the most of the tension on the Seder plate is the sweet haroset. And haroset is, you spell it H-A-R-O-S-E-T. Some people use a C like haroset. But it's a symbol of the mortar that the Jewish slaves use. And it, it's just a dish that kids and adults alike look forward to every year because it's got this sweet, mm. nutty goodness. And you will find, by the way, that I have lots of recipes uh, that are going up for Passover that you're going to be able to take a look at and maybe add, or or maybe you'll want to do one or many of the dishes. But, They're going to be on our Facebook page. Yes, yes. Excellent. Anyway, so herosis is a sweet relish of fruit and nuts, and it's bound together with honey and a little bit of Passover wine. And it's mm. interesting because there are so many versions. This is when you get an understanding about the different areas in the world where people, what, whatever country they're in, Ashkenazi Jews or Eastern European Jews make the simple apple and nut mix. 
I kind of roast walnuts. I, I toast them or roast them, chop them up, and then I add different kinds of apples. Sometimes I'll even add an Asian pear mm. and honey and Manischewitz wine mm. and cinnamon. And I always make like enough for a year, you know, because people just keep eating it on the matzah during the entire evening. Now, Sephardic Jews, which are Spanish, Asian, and African Jews, they like their harosis with roasted mixed nuts and dried oh, fruit. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like a fruit compote with nuts. Yes. And there are other countries that add chilies, spices, and even chestnuts. So I've given, I think, a couple of them that will be up on the Facebook page. So you check it out. They're all so delicious. And, you know, people just, you know, let's face it, who doesn't like fruit and nuts? It's just a delicious Goes together. Thing. Passover to me is the epitome of remembering growing up. I remember the first time I ever went to uh, my grandparents' Passover, and, you know, you're supposed to have four cups of wine, and there was some kind of yucky Passover grape juice. So we all (laughs) snuck the Manischewitz wine, and then all of us were sick all night long, of course. But it it was a moment that you remember. It's sort of like you're moving into the next part of your life, recognizing what it is. It was very fun. And then there was always Grandpa at the head of the table drinking his... Plum liqueur, liquor mm. that was uh, called Slivovitz. If any of you have ever heard of that, it's a plum liquor, and it is. It must be a hundred and ten percent proof. Wow! Now, yeah. can you buy that, Diane? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some people must have made it too. Yeah. Didn't they? I mean, some. Mm, no. I don't know. I think it was. Okay. I remember it's a real the liqueur, bottle. So, okay. I remember the bottle. So, the whole story of Passover. It. I think what makes it so special, Denise is that you're getting together with... And often we have people that are not Jewish that love to come. Absolutely. Because it's it's a combination of, you know, remembering some really terrible stuff, enjoying a delicious meal, and then singing these oh. incredible songs. There's a song called Die Dianu, if it weren't. It's very special, which I know you're going to get into Easter as well. Well, I think that when I've been able to... I've been blessed to go to Seder's, yeah. um, private ones, big ones, you right. know, a, a, a one held by a temple that was just beautiful, but there were like 800 people there, oh, yeah. Diane. And I'm going to tell you something. It was moving. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it is. The children sang. It's, it's, it's when the children sang. The children sang. And, and, oh, and then the Afikoman. It's history. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's living history. And yes, that's I, a good way to You know, people... Like to bash religions, all religions. I see yeah. it all the time. I was born Catholic. Then I was rebaptized as a Presbyterian when my mother was angry at the Pope one year. <laughs> she said, he's not going to tell me, you know, how many children to have. So she took it personally, and then we became <laughs> Presbyterians, and they gave me a big 8 by 10 glossy photo of Jesus, and it was signed to Denise, love Jesus, and I wondered where the Presbyterian minister got it, because it <laughs> didn't seem like an artifact. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I have found in many religions that when you're in the rituals of them, Christmas Eve in a Catholic church, when people are singing... Um, I've been to uh, Midnight yeah, Mass. It's amazing. Midnight Mass is yeah. beautiful. Um, and I have been to Seder's where it is moving, and it teaches you about the history of the world and people, and it makes me feel closer to everyone. Do That's you know exactly I mean? the I, feeling I, I was thinking about. One thing I did want to mention about what when you were mentioning children is that there's um, part of the Seder when the head of the table 
takes a piece of matzah, and it's called the afikoman, and he hides it. And then all the kids get to go running around oh, the house or yeah. wherever the Seder is being held. And whoever uh, wins gets uh, a little bit of dough. You know, Honey, I dollars just, or whatever. I think that children, if we, I, you said this in one of our last ones, Diane, that you had gone to study a class of different religions of the world. Yes. It's fantastic. Why not? Why not understand? I think if we understand people's history, it might make us more open to what we're all going through. Right. But we, I, we won't I, even go into that. No, I <laughs> Wait, we, we don't have time. No, we don't have time. <laughs> but I did want to mention because... Uh, Cindy's putting up these recipes. This is a couple of things that I really hope that you guys will try if you're doing uh, Passover. Or if you're not, you can do it anyway. Uh, obviously, you're going to want to try the harosa. And my brisket of beef with Merlot. And uh, now they're calling it dried plums as opposed to prunes. That's the new oh, word. I see. Okay. It's very good. Um, and then... It doesn't matter what holiday you're celebrating. If you are in the mood, takes a little bit of time. The caramel chocolate matzah brittle. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Beyond Absolutely. the beyond in the delicious. I mean, I put that on the table and people munch it. And That's it crack, Diane. It is crack, baby. <laughs> That's crack. You're not fooling me. Yeah, no, it really is. So I just wanted to share that because I wanted to share a few recipes for uh, those of you who are celebrating. And, you know, it's always fun to switch it up. This week, I just did a column for the Chicago Tribune, and I did uh, sautéed um, uh, fish cakes with um, a beet horseradish sauce. Oh, nice. Instead of gefilte fish. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I don't put, I do not do chicken matzo ball soup because, I mean, my mother always did. It's like 15, too many, di- too many, uh, too much food. Well, Too many courses. Yes, this is part of the problem with entertaining. <laughs> entertaining and doing it. You know, it and when that. you said it, Diane, because yeah. I know you always have a big holiday of Passover. This year, think when you're thinking about your previous Passovers, how much you've enjoyed them, the history of them in your family. But think this year when you're doing it all in your mind, how much better the cleanup will be. Oh, my <laughs> word. And Denise. not putting... Heaven. 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 Okay. No, that that is true. It this is this is harder than than Thanksgiving because oh, yeah. the Seder plate, the four glasses, the different courses. It's it's a thing. Yes. It's a thing. But, you know, there it's it's the memory that stays with me. Thanksgiving and Passover stay with me in a way that nothing else does. I agree. So those are my ideas for you guys, and I, I just wanted to share a few, a few of those thoughts, and I hope you'll try one or two things and let us know. Yes. Well, I think, I, and Diane, as I'm repeating myself, having been the first time I was at a Seder, and then the people explained to me what all the different things symbolized it was it was, i loved it do you know what i mean i love the ritual yes i love the history and the ritual behind it yeah um now of course easter i yeah. grew up on easter i think easter is when i might like you said thanksgiving yeah. is yours and i've already said mine too but i love easter because you can have an easter brunch you can have an yes. easter lunch yeah. or you can have an easter, easter dinner yeah um I have a, a menu that Cindy and I wrote 
a long time ago in the Do It For Less Party books, and it's called Garden Elegance. And it would it works for spring, it works for an engagement party, it works for Easter. So we'll put it up on the website. Tell us what's in yeah, it. Yeah, there's baby green salad with a champagne vinaigrette. Yum. There's pecan crusted halibut filet with a Dijon cream sauce. Oh, that sounds great. And let me tell you, and then there's a lemon rice pilaf, a garden fresh green beans. Then there's strawberry and chantilly cream. You just have beautiful strawberries to dip. Little tiny mini chocolate almond tarts. So you take the tart shell and we wipe it with a dark chocolate and Uh then put some almonds in there. Crushed almonds, delicious. Nice. And then we have peach bellinis. So this works for breakfast or lunch. Certainly it would even go to dinner if you need it to. Now, if you don't like, the reason we designed this, other than the Dijon cream sauce that you can keep hot so when then people take it, this is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful buffet and almost everything can be served at room temperature. That's okay. really important when you're so entertaining. You, it, you put it out. Um, now, if you don't like halibut and you're thinking, I don't want to cook fish for 10 or 12 people, then it can be a, it can be a flattened chicken breast. So it could be a paillard of chicken. It does not have to be Yeah, you can Yeah, you can fish. use that sauce yes, with other things. absolutely. Speaking of which, when you're telling me this, I just have to tell a funny side note. Please. So I used to do a lot of uh, TV, uh, cooking on TV, as did you, but... There was a show, I don't even remember which one, Home and Garden. I don't know what it was, but they called me up hysterical because I'd been on the show a few times and they said, we need to do something called Herosith. We don't know what it is, but could you oh, do it? And fun. then could you talk about how you can do it all year long? <laughs> now, Herosith is this little, you know, fruit and nut kind of deal. So I had to riff on why you do it for Passover because of the mortar. But then I had to talk about how delicious it would be on French toast in the summer. Well, you know, and it would. I know, but it was ridiculous. Of course. I, I well, digress. Go back to all Easter. Right. Now, having been a television producer, I need to... <laughs> everybody who's ever done it, ever had to produce the television segment, you will say almost anything to get it in the can, okay? <laughs> you're doing four shows a day. You are, yeah. you are, you're still standing because you know just that fine line, but when you've had too much tequila and your Diet Coke, but you really, it's when people say, are you drinking tequila and Diet Coke? That's when you know you've had too much. But having produced many, many TV segments, not only being the talent, but being the producer, you're desperate. You're so when you're desperate, and that, that poor producer was pinned to the wall, Diane. Right. And when totally. they read your recipe, they were thinking, "Why can't we serve this all year long?" So what if it has a significance to it? Right. Right. They don't care. Passover. They don't care. Oh God, it was just very humorous. To you're. Me. I'm surprised they didn't turn it into a granola bar and ask you to turn it into your baby's lunch. Okay. God. Now, so. The, the menu will be up on the website, and I, I'm serious. It works for sometimes on Easter. Now, this is my family. As we got older, we all liked to get together in the morning, so we would have like a brunchy, you know, 11, 11.30 or 12 o'clock. Um, Cindy Diane's trying to... I think, <laughs> He's saying hello to you. Um, we would have this. So then it's it's a brunch lunchy thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was delicious. And then we, this is, of course, Italians. Then you take a walk. Okay. Okay. You take a walk down to St. Peter and Paul in Washington Square in San Francisco. And oh. it's usually a beautiful day. And if there's any cherry blossom trees, they're all in 
you know, and sometimes mm, you would go to, but, and sometimes we would have it right after morning mass after, you know, a sunrise mass. And mm-hmm. that's why we would have lunch or brunch. Um, you know, the resurrection of Jesus is a huge Christian holiday. And it's because when Jesus was resurrected, the first thing he said was, Oh my God, thank God all the chocolate eggs are on sale at Seized <laughs> Candies now. So he was running to Seize Chocolates because that's when you get the best eggs. Oh, um, they, that is really true. It's true. He, he knew it, something. He knew. So I know that we still, when we, the best types of Easter when I was a little girl yeah. was my mother bought us new hats, Easter hats. Oh. And we had patent leather shoes. Yeah. And you people that don't know patent leather shoes, I'm sorry. But anyway, (laughs) they were gorgeous, shiny, black Mary Janes. And then you had a new hat. And my mother would give us, as we were moving up in the world, as my father, (laughs) we got some money, um, big money. Then my mother gave us little fancy Easter purses and she put chocolate eggs in them. Oh my God, you're having such a memory. And it really, I remember that I I thought, I don't know what I like better, the beautiful purse or the chocolate (laughs) eggs. But it was such... My sister and I, my sister was just with me. We talked about that. And so, but when, and my, when my sister's children were little, we of course hid Easter eggs Uh and the Easter egg thing, yeah. You know, what's, what's evolved in that is that now there's all those great cute plastic eggs that you can put stuff in. So you don't leave the real eggs out in the backyard because later on someone, some of the eggs have gotten left and then it smells so awful. Yeah. So awful. And then if your dog eats them, that's a thousand dollars at the vet. So you just go with the little plastic eggs. You put prizes or jewelry or silver dollars or whatever you've or got candy. or candy. So yeah. I love Easter because, again, I don't find it to be a pressure holiday. I find it to be a day of drinking Bellinis and just enjoying that the world is that spring is. Wait here. a minute, I might need to convert. I'm in the kitchen for days well, see, doing Passover. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I think, see, we're coming from a different state. You had been enslaved, so even though you have to cook for three or four days, that's I'm true. coming from more of the Madonna. And as long as, you know, if Jesus could push that rock open, we can, you know, yeah. have Easter. Yeah. Different. It, it is interesting to kind of reflect on the differences. Absolutely. The, and they're now, always so close together. Yes. I will say this. We have other menus and do it for less parties and a, any of the entertaining books that Cindy and I have written. You know, my mother used to make a ham, always made a ham. Then as we got older, my father would butterfly a leg of lamb that he had marinated in honey Mm-hmm. and a little bit of wine yeah. and butterflied that. And we had that for, you know. Yeah, well, lamb is obviously the big uh, thing that's in it. both for of Easter. these. Well, that's Easter right. lamb. I mean, Spring lamb. Yeah, I've, I uh, have done a number of those things. And then, of course, you always have the rack of lamb with I the parsley crust. It's so delicious lamb. for Easter. That's right. And then, of course, the brunches. I mean, you can make great frittatas that you can do ahead and serve room temp, stuff like that. Cindy... If we hadn't done this menu, we were going to do, and do it for less weddings, there is a menu for a frittata, Diane, that you're talking about, and sage biscuits. 
Mm. And something else that we, a fruit salad that went with that. And that I'll sounds t- good. I'll tell you, it was refreshing and simple. Yeah. And again, you could make the frittatas the day before. You right. could make the biscuits the day before. And then you just gently reheated and right. you are not working. I know how, how, but Diane, you're a purist. You really? always, you are, you always cook, <laughs> you cook, you know what I mean? When I see you making stock, I just hope that you don't go out to my pantry because <laughs> I can't help. Uh, you are, that's who you but are. Sometimes, sometimes I'll use a cheat. I yes. need to share something. Today we had lunch when we got here and we were getting organized. Cindy stopped and got us lunch. And I said, just go to El Polo Loco and make it simple. And as Diane was tearing apart but eating her burrito, she said, oh, yeah, this is tasty. I don't think I've been to El Polo Loco for 15 years. <laughs> if that doesn't scream purist, I yeah. don't know what does. I think it's more like 25. But I did get oh. the chicken. Yes. When it started, I yes. thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I am more of a purist. I can't help it. It you drives help Michael it. insane. Well, husband. that's who you are. Yeah, I know. I think it's marvelous. I think he might have figured that out by now. But, but So that's um, what we're doing. Oh, we need to, a couple of just one or two housekeeping things. We totally need to thank people that have left reviews. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank it means you a so lot. much. It, Cindy was so excited. Okay. She was emailing us to tell us that we'd gotten reviews, which was just... And then we got five-star reviews. So yes, we did. Well, well, that's... We are looking for the five-star reviews. Yeah, we are looking. <laughs> yeah, we're listed on Apple Podcasts as a as rated with five stars. <gasps> um, Apple Podcasts. Did you hear that? Rated with five stars. Oh, my that's God. That's impressive, Denise. Really? Really? Move over, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Just move over, bitch. Now. Oh, no, I didn't mean to say that. That was an inside thought. We don't don't talk like that around. Inside. Right before Jesus is going to break out of the cell. We don't talk like that. Now, what else? Anything else we wanted to discuss? I I hope that people will have wonderful holidays. I hope they'll write us and tell us about their holidays. Definitely. If you try any of our recipes, if they don't work, don't write us. And if you love them... Send us all the accolades you want. Now, no. we could talk about that for one minute. Yeah. Just to just so people know, when you write recipes, and the many of you that listen do write recipes, so I'm singing to the choir on this one. Right. Sometimes recipes get misprinted. Sometimes recipes transferring it something to like Facebook, it drops amounts, correct amounts and stuff. But if you ever have any questions about our recipes, you are welcome to question us. Ask us and see if there's something because sometimes something has gone amiss and it can be corrected. Exactly. There, there is exactly. nothing worse than when you are following a recipe and you know that it's not going to work. Any of the recipes that Diane and I give you, most of the time, they're like triple tested. We've had so much. And again, I cook out of my own books. I know Diane does. I know Cindy does. So we're pretty confident about our recipes. Yeah, that we can be. I mean, I just got an email from somebody yelling at me because a very well-respected cookbook author, I did a story on her popovers, (gasps) and he went on for pages about how horrible they were. And oh. I was upset because it's somebody that I trust beyond the beyond. However, Uh-oh. he said it just didn't work, and I obviously don't know how to cook. <laughs> okay. So I just, so, I'm so sorry. So bless him, bless him, yes. bless him. 
Right. And let's hope he doesn't darken our doorway again. <laughs> you got that one right. Now, Denise. things happen. Stuff goes wrong, kids. That's just the story. It's kind of like life. Did anybody happen to read Frank Bruni's New York Times uh, column on Sunday? It's about restaurants as you age. Oh, and the and it's yes. one of the most incredible things I've read at this point in my life. It fits right into where we are. He goes on and on about the hot restaurants and how we all were so into that and we just never wanted to miss it. It didn't matter what the decibel level was. We yes. didn't care. Hot, happening, got to be there, current. And now all he wants is quiet, <laughs> consistency, a place that he can go back to over and over and again. Correct. And he ends, and I'm not saying it quite right, but it's something like, Life is hard. <laughs> Find comfort. And that's, yes. that is almost my mantra now. You've got to look for comfort as we age. It's a good thing. Let me tell you, I totally concur with all that. Yeah. Because I used to go to whichever restaurant was hip and happening because I was hip and happening. Ditto. Hello. That and ship sailed. Did you notice? <coughs> Bye-bye. I think the ship sailed the same time that the bright red French jumpsuit that I wore no underwear with no longer fit. Okay? TMI, Denise. Oh, TMI. Okay. Well, it wasn't a religious holiday, so you didn't have to wear underwear. Obviously, I wear underwear on Easter. Now, I will say this one thing. Cindy knows this, and this is totally inappropriate, and Diane hasn't heard my favorite joke, but I'm going to tell it. My father who loved to tell jokes at the end of a meal, okay, okay, before or afterwards. He couldn't help it. He was a lovely man. He loved to tell jokes. And this was his favorite joke when we were kids and in peals of laughter. He'd say, Nisi, do you know what Jesus said, his last words on the cross? And I would say, no, Daddy, what? He'd say, looky, 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 I can see the whole town from here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you really just share that with the audience? <laughs> now, if you don't like that, that was Cindy's idea. She's the producer that I tell that joke. But honestly, I thought, I love that it's show. Funny. It's I funny. No, it. it is. And it's so, I just don't have enough time to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have enough time to offend the people that I want to. Right. Well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> and that really, truly is a whole other conversation. I, I really hope that all of you out there just enjoy the people you love. Life is hard. We Life all need so comfort. So true. Well, thank you, Miss Diane. And thank, thank you, you Cindy. Bye-bye.